The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. And I remember on Rabbi David Feinstein's yard site, they took they had a video. I saw the actual video of a guy who had a store near in the Lower East Side, where Rabbi David Feinstein had his yeshiva lived in that area. And this fellow had had a store there where I think he was a shoe repair man. I tried to find the video, I couldn't find it. Yeah, I think he was a shoe repair man. And he said he remembers when one day a store opened up on the same block and it was somebody who did many, many different things. And one of the things he did was shoe repair, but he did many, many different things. He sold things, I think he was a shoe repair. And the fellow went running to Reb David Feinstein. And he said, Rabbi, what should I do? This guy opened up on the block and now he's going to take all my customers. What should, 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 what should I do? The fellow said he had gone over to the guy and asked him, maybe you could do all the things you do, but maybe just leave the shoes for me because that's the only thing I, I have. And the fellow said, no, no, I'm doing it. So he went to Rebidov and Feinstein before he got into any fight. He said, now what should I do? <clears throat> you know, maybe take him to a court case to say you have no right to be here. Take him to Jewish law. No right to encroach on my business. And David said, do nothing. Do nothing, say nothing. Go back to your business. Trust in Hashem. Hashem provides and you will see that you won't lose. And the fellow said, I saw this on the video. He said, it's exactly what I did. It's exactly what happened. He said, not only did I not lose customers, I gained customers. And after a period of time, the other store closed and I'm still here. Hashem, can I please have more? That's the only address we need to go to. That's the only thing. We don't want to do anything, anything that's wrong. We don't want to steal Chatz Shalom and even things that seem rightfully ours. If we're going to have to do them in a way that's not proper, if we're going to have to say something we're not supposed to, or just be angry, or have the wrong character traits, distort our, our, our midos of, of honesty. Maybe it's honest, but it's not crystal clear honest. So then don't do it. What do we need to do that for? What do we need to sacrifice who we are for? A number of years ago, <clears throat> I got into a bad car accident. A drunk driver smashed into my van and he, he, he totaled it. And there was a lawyer, an extremely skilled lawyer, who was helping me get claim from the insurance, the other fellow's insurance, a reimbursement for my van. And the fellow was extremely capable of getting a very generous reimbursement for anything that needed to be reimbursed. And so for the value of the van, he was getting them to give you know, its, its fullest, fullest possible value. And he said to me, so, so Rabbi, is, is anything hurting you? Is anything, anything at all, anything hurting you? And I understood the implication of that question. That if I say, well, my neck has a little crick in it, my back is a little bruised, if I say anything at that time, that will be an opportunity and almost certain for thousands upon thousands of dollars. 
I understood what was on the line at that moment with that question. I understood the implication that he was capable of getting probably tens of thousands of dollars for any little hurt or crick in my neck. I understood it. And I'm in Kailo. And tens of thousands of dollars certainly sounds helpful to me. And I said to him, no. I feel fine. Baruch Hashem. I got hit. I got smashed. And Baruch Hashem, I walk out and I feel fine. And he said to me, because Hashem always, there's always a boomerang. You got to stand up to it sometimes more than once. He says, are you sure? Nothing. And Baruch Hashem, Hashem gave me the strength and the clarity. Money doesn't come from a car accident. It doesn't come from a lawyer. It doesn't come from his insurance. You can't cheat God out of money. And that's not money that will ever come to me. It's just a test. It's just a challenge to see, will I get a kiss on my forehead from my father? And with Hashem's help, I said to him, no, I'm, I'm certain. I'm totally fine. Thank you. And he said, okay. And I understood the implication of that. Okay. Okay. And that's it. I got the money for my van to get a new van. And that was it. Baruch Hashem, a moment, a moment, one, one proud moment among many unproud ones where I remembered who writes the check, where I remembered who sends the money into my life, where I remembered who's a messenger and who's the provider and to not cut any corners of who I am, and to not compromise in any way upon what Hashem would want me to do and be, and to merit to get a kiss on the forehead from Hashem, where Hashem says, don't you worry. I have great things in store for you, and you don't need to get them that way. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.